Well, good evening, everybody. It's uh, fantastic to see everybody out tonight. Obviously excited about what we're going to be doing in the course of this service. So welcome to Church Unlimited, and thank you for joining us. If you are a visitor here with us, well, you're welcome as well to be with us and join in with our program tonight. Father, we just thank you for your presence here tonight. <clears throat> God, we're asking that you will open the heavens wide. That, Lord, you'll do something in our lives that we could never do. Lord, that we might position ourselves. Lord, for greater anointing, impact, success, and blessing. Lord, as we serve you as full-time ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, let this be a watershed moment for many hundreds of people who have taken time to gather here tonight. And Father, we pray that your end-time army, at least here at Church Unlimited, would begin to take shape. And Lord, we'll have a massive impact all throughout our community, the nation, and the nations. Holy Spirit, just continue with us this evening, we pray. Let your presence increase throughout the course of this evening, we ask in the name of Jesus. Everyone said? Well, I'm believing that by the end of tonight, if you haven't already, that you have an epiphany, a divine revelation, and really see the truth of what we're talking about tonight, that you will confidently tell people, I am a full-time minister. I'm in full-time ministry for God. I serve Him day and night, and that you not only say that, but you function accordingly. You know, once I realized that I was a full-time minister, it was easy, of course, for me. My whole life changed, absolutely changed. I began to cry out to God for His Spirit to be upon me, for success, for favor, for blessing. And, of course, God heard my cry, and He's, he's answered that prayer. But I realized that it's actually for all of us. Not just for me, not just for a few people. So once you get this epiphany, you're no longer going to refer people to a pastor and say, oh, look, you, know, you can contact up the church office. Unless, of course, you're right out of your depth, then sometimes if you, you might need to refer to someone else. But more often than not, you're going to deal with the situation yourself because God is with you. Here's a question for you. Do you know why so many pastors... <clears throat> actually quit or burn out? Let me tell you, this is worldwide. I believe one of the primary reasons is that they are carrying too much of the workload. So what's happening is the 1% who are paid are trying to fulfill the Great Commission. It's killing them. It's wrecking them. It's destroying them, and it's destroying families. They'll never get the job done. Let me give you some statistics that come out of the United States about pastors. 50% feel unable to meet the demands of the job. 50%. Wow. That's huge. 50% have considered leaving the ministry in the last three months. 50%. 50 50% of those who go into full-time ministry as we have called it, drop out within five years. Can I tell you, there is no other profession in the world 
that has those statistics. This is the most dangerous profession on the planet. That's true. Tens of thousands. In fact, you heard during the conference that in the United States, 1,500 pastors resign every month. 1,500. That means they need 18,000 new pastors each year just to break even. Why is that happening? Because people like me have failed to mobilize large portions of the church into their full-time calling as ministers of the gospel. We'll only ever get this done together as the army of God, not just a, a few people who may be paid to do it. You know, if we can become a model in this area as Church Unlimited of everyone being a full-time minister and really pursuing that with passion and, and, in the, and wherever God has placed them, if we can do that, it could well be, listen, it could well be Church Unlimited's greatest contribution to the kingdom of God. It may rescue tens of thousands of pastors all across the globe. If somewhere, someplace, some church can begin to get the epiphany that we are all called as ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wouldn't that be an incredible thing? Well, if you can, in case you can't receive it from me, let's whip on to Wayne Cadero for the next nine minutes and let him have a go at you tonight. Okay, let's go. I know we've got some pastors. How many full-time ministers do we have in here? Raise your hands. Yeah, yeah. Good, thanks, thanks. Isn't it great having them here? Yeah, don't clap. But uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you the same question, and this time I want everybody to raise their hand. Okay? Got it? How many full-time ministers do we have in here? That's the church. You see, if we think that first answer was correct, that's why the church is like it is. Let me try that again. How many full-time ministers do we have in here? Yeah, you see? You see, because some people say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't work for the church. You work for Jesus. Well, well, well wait a minute. What do you mean? How, how many of you want to be in, like, how many of you would like to be in heaven part-time? <laughs> okay. How many of you would like to j just love Jesus part-time? No. We're full-time. We are full-time. The Bible says we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, ambassadors for Christ, citizens of heaven, reflections of the king. Isn't that right? Some of us, some of us have different callings to different roles, but we're all full-time ministers. One person said to me, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't get paid by the church. I said, well, who do you get paid by? I'm a construction worker. I said, all right. Let's just, let's just find out where your salary comes from. So like finding stereo wires and see where they start, let's just find out where your salary comes from. Where's your salary come from? The construction company. Where do they get their money from? Uh, from the people. Where do they get their money from? Uh, from their jobs. And where do they get their money from the jobs people? Um, I don't know. So let's keep following. 
follow it, follow it, follow it, keep going. And if you keep going through this and that and this and that, if you follow it back far enough, uh, 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 voila, it's the Lord Jehovah Jireh. It comes from the land, from the sunshine. Somehow, God provides. Isn't that right? Well, where'd you get the wood to build? I don't know. It just came on a truck. No, no, no. God created that. You harvest it. You build a house. Guess where it all comes from? You understand? Well, I'm a school teacher. Where does that come from? You keep going. Keep going. Because if you keep going, you're going to find out it, it ends at the throne of God. If you're a pastor, it ends at the throne of God. If you're a lawyer, it, it uh, probably goes through my pocket. And then, <laughs> and then it goes to the throne of God. But isn't that true? Isn't that true? It doesn't matter what you work for. Who is the one who provides? Same. It's the same employer. It is the Lord. Right. So you say, well, 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 why does God route my salary through the Department of Education? Because I'm a teacher. I'm a construction worker. Okay. Let, let me ask you this. How many of you think that God loves teachers? Raise your hand. Yeah, he does. Some of you are a doubtful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many of you think God loves construction workers? Raise your hand. Okay. How many of you, this is a difficult one, thinks that God loves Lawyers, raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. All right. Now, how, what is the best way to reach a teacher? By a preacher coming in with a Bible into their lunchroom? No, no. What's the, God loves teachers, right? So what's the best way to reach teachers? Through what? Another teacher. So here's what God does, because he loves teachers. Here's what God does. He doesn't send in a preacher like talk Bana into it. He actually says, stay out. He, here's what he does. Here's what he does. He take, How many full-time ministers do we have in this room? Raise your hand. Okay, here's what he does. Listen, he takes a full-time minister and disguises him or her as a teacher. <laughs> Is that cool or what? Gives that person brains and smarts and puts them in the school system. A full-time minister disguised as a teacher puts them in the school system. Why? Because God loves teachers. And the best way to reach teachers through another, God loves construction workers. So God takes someone, gives them muscles, tattoos, that's just the women. And, and then he... <laughs> gives them ability to cut straight lines and puts them in the construction field. Why? Because God loves construction workers and the best way to reach them is through another construction worker. But that construction worker is a full-time minister. How, how do you think he... God loves lawyers, right? How do you think he's going to reach a lawyer? He takes a full-time minister, disguises him as a lawyer, and then sends him out into that field. Why? Because God knows the best way to reach that lawyer is through another lawyer. And then when we invite people to a church like this, these who have this role, pastor talk or your pastor, will be working all week on a message 
And when that person comes to Christ, we do it together. See, the pastor here can't do it. He doesn't have those contacts, but we've got to do it together. Don't forget who you are. Can you catch that? Do you understand without you, it doesn't work? We do it together. And then they come. There was a guy putting up a speaker like this. He was putting it up on a pole one morning, and I came in. I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm putting up a speaker, Pastor. I said, no, you're not. He said, oh, yes, I am. I said, no, you're not. He said, I am. I said, no, you're not. He said, what am I doing? I said, you are probably making it possible for the very first time for someone to come into this church that someone has a relationship, and they will hear the gospel clearly for the first time without feedback, without static, because you spent the time to do this. And when that person hears the gospel and receives Christ, I didn't lead him to the Lord. We did together. Thank you. Thank you. I went into the children's ministry, and a lady was changing a diaper on a little kid. And I said, uh, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm changing a diaper. I said, no, you're not. She said, oh, yes, I am. I said, no, you're not. She stopped. She said, what am I doing, Pastor? I said, you're making it possible for a young mother who, because she can trust her child with you, will be able to hear the gospel clearly and without disturbance for the very first time. And when that lady receives Christ, I didn't lead her to the Lord. We did it together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we start doing church as a team. You understand how important you are to the ministry? Don't ever underestimate how critical you are. He's so good it makes me sick. but I'm humble enough to invite him back. <laughs> so, got to finalise it yet, but the plan is not next year, the year after. He should be back in New Zealand to give it a blast. Hey, but I'll be back too. <laughs> Ezekiel 37, 1 to 4. And 10, the hand of the Lord came upon me, <clears throat> brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them all around and behold, there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? Can they function to the level that are always planned in their lives? Can they flow in the spirit and the power and the anointing and the authority and the success and the favor that I ordained for them? You see, being dry is just not being not hungry for God. I think being dry is living way below what God intended. Can these dry bones live? So I answered, O oh Lord, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear 
the word of the Lord, which you've been hearing all today. Verse 10, so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Wow. I said I'd mention to you um, tonight a couple of prophetic words that I've had recently. I have abbreviated them uh, a, a little bit, but they come from David and Greta Peters about a month ago before I headed up, I think it was, to India. <clears throat> and the reason I share these is not to force, cause you to look at me, God forbid. It's the whole thing I'm actually preaching against. But I share because what God call, has called me to, you are a vital part of. And uh, I can't do it without you. I need your gifts. I need your prayers. I need your faith. But together, we can do what this prophetic word says. So the first part was this. The Lord says, I have promotion for you. Promotion for me means promotion for us. Is that right? Because, hey, we're, we're one. We're together. We're in this together. If Church Unlimited gets promoted, you get promoted. If I get promoted, we all get promoted. I have promotion for you as one of God's generals. I saw more pips on your shoulders. God has entrusted you. <clears throat> Trying. Um. God has entrusted you with uh, <clears throat> with um, <clears throat> with very senior spiritual authority in his kingdom army in the nation of New Zealand. From here on. There will be increased influence both nationally and the reason this stuff overwhelms me is I know who I am. I just can't do this stuff. <clears throat> Nationally and internationally. There's also increased commission to command the formation of his end time army. Marshal the troops. That's what we're doing tonight. Tell them, tell all of them to serve shoulder to shoulder, place them in proper ranks, position, arrayed for battle. Zephaniah 3 verse 9, all of them may call on the name of the Lord and serve him shoulder to shoulder. Prophetic word continues, God has given you a trumpet and it's the breath of the spirit that enables you to blow it. I saw you opening and shutting the valves as you blew it to bring melodious but different sounds. Different sounds are for different purposes. And from Scripture, they brought out this. The trumpet is sounding for three different reasons at least. One is to gather God's people. 
Number two is to mobilize the army. And number three is to gather leaders together. Three trumpets. Gather God's people. Mobilize the army. And gather leaders <clears throat> together. It's interesting, over New Zealand, beyond recent years, we've been gathering God's people. And I believe that's a part of the army God's raising up in this nation. God's gathering together. We've also been gathering leaders together in Auckland and Christchurch. I think we've got about 85 to 90 leaders come to each of those gatherings. And so the prophetic word has already started to be fulfilled to a measure. And tonight I want to take another step forward in mobilizing this army here as best we can that we stand shoulder to shoulder and move forward in serving God as full-time ministers of the gospel. Very shortly, we're going to lay hands on you all, or whoever wants, and to anoint you and set you apart for your wonderful calling as a full-time minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But firstly, before we do that, I want us to briefly pray through some slides. So if I could just have a... Let's see, who do I need? Let me just, just some of the musicians come and join us and probably won't need singers for a little while. So if musicians could come and join me first. And let's put up our first slide as the musicians are coming. I want us to pray. I'm going to spend about 10 minutes just praying specifically for what we said this morning. And the first one is to pray for promotion. Now, how God promotes you is up to Him, but I want us to really begin to pray for promotion. Genesis 39, 2-4, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. His master saw the Lord was with him. The Lord made him all he did to prosper in his hand. He, was made, he made him overseer of his house. Why don't you stand with me, please? And just begin to pray and just begin to cry out to God and say, God, I'm believing that you're with me and I'm asking you tonight, God, would you promote me? Would you elevate me? It may be in a position, it may be just in performance, but in some way, why don't you begin to cry out to God and ask Him. Friends, if you'll ask in faith, ask, believe this is Scripture, this is biblical, I believe God will hear your prayer. I'll give you about two minutes on this, then we can go to the next slide from there, and then we'll just move through quickly, and then we're going to lay hands on people in not too far from now. So just cry out to God, Father, in Jesus' name. Oh, Spirit of the Lord. Yeah, that's great, church. That's great praying. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, promotion. Lord, comes not from the northeast, south. It comes from God. Oh, God. Oh, God. By your spirit, Lord. By your spirit, God. Oh God, by your spirit now. I tell you, church, God's presence is here right now. I feel it. I feel promotion. I feel promotion. But God says, get your eyes on Him. Don't look to man. Don't look to an organization. Look to God. Promotion is on His agenda for you, for me, for all of us. Believe God. He's here. His presence is near. Get ready. Ask God. Believe God. Pray in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, God. 
We receive it, Lord. We receive from heaven. Oh God. church we're touching the heart of God we are zoning in on God's heart to promote and elevate his people we are called to be the head and not the tail to be above and not the beneath to be the lead and not behind oh God oh Jesus outstanding I'm feeling stuff I've never felt before what's coming to me is that your promotion is one of the greatest ways that will bring honor to God you see it's not about you it's about him and as we as his people are elevated then God is glorified God is magnified God is exalted. His name is lifted higher through you and through me. That's why God wants to promote us because in promoting you, He's promoting the living God gets exalted to the highest place. Friends, just in your heart, receive this. I know that I know this is God. Go to the next slide. Just go after salary increase, financial blessing. Genesis 32, Abraham was very rich in livestock, silver and in gold. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. That's us in Christ Jesus. I don't need to motivate you to pray for this one. Go for it. Go as hard as you can and get as much as you can, all right? But make sure you tithe. Spirit of God. Spirit of God, financial blessing, Lord, salary increase. I claim it now. I claim it now, Father. In the 
truly wants to bless you financially. He absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, wants to. Why? Because then you can give to the advance of His kingdom. The gospel is free, but it's not cheap. It costs a lot of money to get this gospel around the globe. That's why God wants to bless you. And the more you'll be a funnel of finances into the kingdom of God, the more chance God's going to pour financial blessing on you in Jesus' name. Father, I just declare promotion in this house right now in Jesus' name. I declare promotion all across this body of believers now. I declare financial blessing and salary increase right now, Father. I declare it over this people. I believe it. I receive it. And I command it by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Let's go to the next slide. Skill and success. These four young men, God gave them knowledge, skill, and all matters of wisdom and understanding. Find them 10 times better than all who are in His room. Okay, just pray. Pray for God to increase your skill and to make you more successful than ever before and that others will realize God is with you. Let's pray. Oh, Spirit of God. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Father, increase my skill. Lord, increase my skill level, God, in Jesus' name. Oh, God, make me more successful than ever before. presence here tonight. Just bow your heads in prayer for a few minutes, please. There may be people here tonight, you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. You're not a Christian, you're not saved. You're in the service, you're liking it, you're enjoying it, you feel something, you you think, what is that I feel? Let me tell you, it's the presence of God. It's Jesus in our midst. If you don't know Him, if you're not saved, if you die tonight, You're not sure you would go to heaven. You're not sure you'd make it to that place. You won't get there by being good enough. You only get there one way through the blood of Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world, He sent His only Son. Whoever believes in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. 
Tonight you can have your name written in heaven. Tonight you can be saved. Tonight you can become a Christian. Or maybe you are backslidden and you're away from God, but you're wanting to come back to Him. You've fallen far away. Maybe things went wrong and you've just lost your way, but somehow you're back in church tonight. You're thinking, man, I need to come back to Jesus. I'd love to pray for you as well. Those of you here tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus to be saved or you're backslidden, you want to get right with God and you'll let me pray for you. If that is you, would you right now just raise your hand up and just hold it up nice and high for a few moments until I see it, till I acknowledge it, and then we're going to pray a very simple prayer. God bless you, sir, on my left-hand side. You can put your hand down. Thank you. Fantastic. That is an outstanding decision. That is an exceptionally good decision. Fantastic. Who else tonight is ready to say yes to Jesus? Ready to be saved? Ready to get right with God because you're in a backslidden condition? We don't want to take too long. God bless you on my far right. You can put, thank you. You can put your hand down. Thank you. There's two. Who else tonight is ready to receive Jesus into their heart? Ready to have your name written in heaven? Ready to come back from a backslidden condition? If you know you're not right with God, if you know you're on the precipice and you could tip either way, tonight, get right with God. Just all you got to do is indicate to me that you want prayer tonight by raising your hand, holding it up for a few moments until I see it. Who else tonight is going to join these two? God bless you. A third one over there. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Who else? Who else is ready to find Jesus tonight? Who else is ready to have their name written in heaven? Who else wants to be positioned for promotion, for salary increase, for greater skill and, and, and uh, uh, success in the marketplace? Who wants to be positioned to fulfill the potential God has put in your life? The first step is give your life to Jesus. The first step is get God on the inside and let Him help you and bring you into all those things we've prayed for tonight. I'm asking again, who else is ready tonight to receive Jesus or get right with God? Would you raise your hand? There's three, I've seen four. Thank you. That is amazing. That is tremendous. Who else tonight wants to step into the reason you were born, the purpose for which you were created? You'll never get there without God. He's your maker. He's your designer. He's your creator. He's designed you for something tremendous but you'll never get there until you give your heart to Jesus. Who else is ready to say, okay, count me in. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be positioned for all that He's got for me in my life and in my future. Is there someone else tonight? Just raise your hand. I'm going to give this two more minutes. Then we're going to start to pray for people as we've mentioned this morning. Who else tonight is going to join? I think there's about four so far. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to get right with God. Don't let people stop you. Don't worry about what anyone's going to think, all right? This is for you to do. And don't let fear stop you. A lot of people want to do what we're asking you to do right now. They want to be saved. They want to get right with you. But fear begins to pump in their hearts and that stops them doing what they want to do. But God has not given you a spirit of fear. Tell fear, get out of my way, fear. I know I need Jesus. I know I need to get right with God. I'm giving my life to Jesus. Don't let fear stop you tonight. Is there someone else tonight who would say, yes, Jesus, I'm giving you my life. I'm getting right with God tonight. Is there anyone else? 30 more seconds before we pray. Is there, unless there's another response. Is there someone else? Is there one more? Is there one more for Jesus? One more for heaven? One less for the devil? 
One less for hell, one less for darkness, one more for the blessing and the favor of God. You know, the devil killed. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Bible says the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy. If you stay with the devil, he'll kill, steal, destroy. He'll wreck your life. Look at the world. He's wrecked it. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, that you might have blessing in your life. Why stay with the devil when you can come to Jesus and come under the abundance of his favor and his blessing? Don't let fear stop you. Don't let the devil stop you. Don't let pride stop you. Is there anyone else tonight before we pray? Waiting 30 seconds. If you want to be in, just raise your hand. Fifteen more seconds. Is there one more? Anyone else? Don't leave here without Jesus. If you don't know Him, you're not right with God. Don't leave without Jesus. Is there anyone else? This is my last call. Quickly, just throw up your hand. It's not too late. I'm waiting for you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. So good, so good. I'm glad we waited for you. Well, if you think about it, church, why we're mobilizing the army is actually to bring in the harvest. So that's what it's all about. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? You'll never regret this decision. It is the best decision you'll ever make in your life. It's the greatest moment tonight can be the greatest night of your life my last call this is another response my last call is there anyone else is there one more for Jesus I'm going to count to five <clears throat> raise your hand or else we're going to pray after that one anyone else two it's not too late three giving you every opportunity is there anyone else is there one more four is there one last person before I say five? Is there anyone else tonight? Okay, five, we're done. I want to do one more thing before we pray. Before we pray for people tonight, if you raised your hand, or even if you didn't, I want to meet you. I'm going to come down these stairs. I want to shake your hand. I want to look you in the eye. I want to smile at you. Then I want to pray with you the greatest prayer that you will ever pray in your life, asking Jesus in your heart. If you raised your hand, or even if you didn't, your friends can come with you. Would you come out of your seat right now? Stand down the front and I'm going to come down and meet you. Come right now, please. Come and join me. Here comes two, three, four. nation in the world. Bless you. Bless you. Where are you from? Country music. Yeah. 
South Korea. Wow. Where are you from, New Zealand? Okay. All right. Well, we've got the nations here tonight once again. What we're going to do is just pray, and then someone is going to take you into the cafe, give you some coffee, tea, answer any questions that you might have, all right? Give you some literature. So just pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I thank you that you love me. You died on the cross. You shed your blood for me. I confess my sins, and I ask you to forgive me. And now, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, 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 wow. That is so, so, so. You're about the best-looking bunch of people I've prayed to get for for salvation for years. Man, this is so good. If you turn this way, there's Pastor Paul. He's not bad-looking too. All right? Just follow him. He's going to take you into the cafe. Your friends can join you out there as well. Then come back in if you want prayer, and uh, we'll take care of you on that as well. All right, just just follow out that way. You get your bags? Okay. And then if you go that way to the cafe, someone can just make sure. Okay. All right. Follow them that way. what happens when God's presence is in the house. See, we did it. You came, you worshiped, you prayed, God turned up, people's hearts were opened, and salvation came. We did it together. Okay, so in a moment, we're going to pray now, as we said we'd do this morning. So, going to anoint you with the laying on of hands for full-time ministry so that you see yourself as anointed and positioned in the correct place of God's end-time army. As we pray for you tonight, I'm going to ask those that we've asked to come forward in a moment, but we're going to pray specifically. So if you've been asked to pray with me, because I've asked some others, not just pastors tonight, because I just want to demonstrate it's not just the pastors who do this stuff. We can all do this. So there's some others that are going to come to the front. If you feel left out, please don't feel left out. I just found whoever I could, all right, so to come up and join us. Um, and so they're going to pray for you. It's going to, not going to be long. You know, and they're going to pray that God will, they're going to pray for promotion, salary increase, greater skill and success. And also they're going to pray that for God's anointing to come upon you, to set you apart for full-time ministry for Jesus. Who's in for that? You good for that, all right? <clears throat> now, a couple of things to remember. One, don't worry about who prays for you. That's nothing to do with it. It's God. Only God can promote you. Only God can give you a salary increase. Only God can give you greater skill and anointing and all that other stuff. No man, no, if I can pray for you, it makes no difference. It's not gonna be me. It's gonna be your faith. We're just a point of contact. Your faith to receive from God okay, what He's going to do in and through your life. So we are anointing you, praying for you, and setting you apart for full-time ministry for God. Expect to feel different tomorrow. Expect a greater presence with you tomorrow. Expect God, just ask God, God, give me a sign that something happened. And you just, you, something will happen. Just believe something to happen. Say, okay, God, yeah, okay, that was real. That really did happen. All right, can I just ask, 
those all that I've asked, about 18 or 20 people, can you come and just make a big line, uh, pastors and wives as well, and the others that have asked, just come and stand right across the front here, please. Go as far wide as we can. Can you guys move right down to the end, guys? Thank you. Don't be shy. Just keep moving down as far as you go. Yeah. Okay, and I'll come down in here, all right? Okay. <clears throat> so this is not going to take that long, all right? But just before we do this, I know our time is going, but I just have a song that's been in my spirit probably for three months. It's from Commission My Soul, Open the Heavens Wide. Okay? It's just, I just can't get it out of, out of here. I think God is going to open His heavens wide. It's... It's on the way, it's on the way, it's on the way. So let's sing it. Heavens wide. We need some more singers. Yeah. Some more singers, quickly. Open the 